Yeah, if you're just tuning into the program, Chattanooga police already making an arrest in Wednesday morning shooting outside the Amazon Fulfillment Center. Less than 12 hours after that shooting at 4.30 a.m. on Wednesday, CPD arresting 20-year-old Dante Jones, charging him with attempted first-degree murder and possession of a firearm during a felony. 19-year-old Javante Moon is the man who was shot. He was critically wounded. Affidavit says the two of them argued over something. The shooter... Mr. Jones then left the center, got his gun, returned to Amazon, where he shot Mr. Moon as he left the building. And one of our listeners suggesting that they should have just duked it out the old-fashioned way. Well, look, I mean, I think this goes back to the conversation we've been having all week. Uh, We live in a country where you have more and more and more people. Um, A lot of these people are not necessarily good people. Or they might have some mental issues. Or they might just be going through a particularly bad day or a bad week or whatever it is. Who knows? You don't think 20 years ago, 30 years ago, anyone went through a bad day? I'm sure they did. (laughs) I think they did. Nowadays, you also have more and more and more weapons. And I'm sorry, the conversation always has to come back to weapons. They have. I I, I agree. Because they're so available. They're available to almost anybody. Um, that was not the case 40, 50, 60 years ago. Absolutely not the case, but it is the case today. And a lot of these people with unfettered access to weapons just have nothing but the wrong intentions. Um, and we're doing nothing to address it. I got to tell you, I am surprised that this doesn't happen more often. A couple thousand people running around that warehouse. Oh no! Oh no! And they work hard too. Now they, they do work, work hard. I mean, you, you, you talk about getting your steps in. You know, no, no. They, they these folks work like you know, I agree like you. fifteen, twenty miles a day. So they're working like crazy. They're under time constraints on, under the clock. Two thousand people from all walks of life just trying to get by, make some money. These Young people, uh, middle-aged people, even some older people, although not really for the uh, elder citizens because it is physically demanding. Yeah, it's mostly younger people, younger adults. Right. Okay, so uh, obviously you can't have uh, a gun inside uh, the fulfillment center. They frown on that. They do. Yes. And, uh, you know, there are restrictions and you, you know, you can't uh, come to work uh, under the, uh, under the influence. So everybody's sober. Nobody's got a gun at the uh, fulfillment center, but the close proximity of all these people, hundreds of people, yeah. th- thousands of people at any given time, and they're all in a hurry running, trying to meet their, it is a quota. Um, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. No, no nothing against the, the good folks who work at the Amazon Fulfillment Center at any time of the day or night, but I think uh it's it's amazing that this sort of uh workplace uh beef doesn't boil over more often. I would say in this case, Bill, I think the only thing that's stopping this from happening more often is uh is just what you're saying. It's uh you know, you've got thousands of employees there, hundreds of people at any given time, and they're all running around. Um, I don't think there's enough time to dwell on beefs. You know what I mean? I I say that because uh, I, I worked a similar job to this, not in any kind of a center that's the size of Amazon. But uh, when I was 17 years old, a summertime job, I worked at an auto parts warehouse where we would fulfill orders. You know, just um, auto repair shops would, would send in orders to us, and I'd run around the floor filling those orders and put them out front for delivery. 
That was the one job I would say. You know, we've all worked jobs where you work alongside a coworker who just whatever drives you nuts. There's some kind of an ongoing beef. You just don't like this person and they don't like you. That was the one job I ever worked where there just wasn't enough time in the day for that. I understand. I, that. I was always running around the floor. You know, getting getting a physical workout, running around the floor. No time to really stop and do much of anything. And it was a good job for that reason because it just, you know, it kept you it kept you physically occupied, it kept you mentally occupied, you know. And to the end of your shift, you yeah. know, A, that you have worked a shift yeah. and you're pretty tired because you've been uh, running around for the last uh, eight hours. Yeah. And you didn't have time to uh, think no, about whatever uh, difficulties that you have going you know, on. As opposed to any kind of an office setting job that I've ever worked mm-hmm. where, yeah, you have hours to just sit there in your chair at your desk stewing over you know some coworker who you just don't like or is not doing the job properly or is creating problems in the workplace you know you've got hours to just sit there and think about it uh working at that auto parts warehouse that was the kind of job where nah you're just running around you know it was a good job it was a good workout you punch the clock at the end of the day and just go home and in any given cubicles uh, land, there's always a beef stew about yes. to boil over. <laughs> and I, I know always, that. I always try to make time for anger. I, 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 I always try to make it a priority somewhere, somewhere in the day. Map, you it out, map it out on your calendar? Well, no, I never did that. I just I mean, make sure just like make sure you have, have some downtime every day. Make sure you have some anger time every day. Hmm, here's the list. What employees am I mad at today? Oh. I'd check off two or three. Well, you know, when we were talking, I mean, people are already surmising, guessing what this beef could have been about. It's about a woman. It's a, it's a drug deal. It's, a, it's about a woman or something like that. It could be as simple as, you know, the classic workplace beef. You just, I don't like this guy and he doesn't like me. And we keep bumping into each other and we don't like each other. I mean, look, we've all worked with people like that. I, I, I can still name them to this day. I can name the exact jobs. And, and you know, the good news is, I think, I think in the case of most normal functioning adults, it's not a lot of people. But, I mean, over the course of my, how many years I've been in the workforce? Close to uh, 30 years now in the workforce. I can name, like, you know, the three or four jobs that I ever worked with the two or three people who, to this day, I absolutely despise they did not like me, I did not like them, and that's that. And if I ever ran into them 30 years later, I'd probably punch them in the face. Oh, dude. Because I hate them. What did Gerald Ford say <laughs> when he was president of the United States? Nixon had the enemies list. He goes, yeah. if you need a list for your enemies, <laughs> then you probably have a problem somewhere. And you probably don't need to be in, 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 in politics, uh, for sure. I the mean, list was long, I believe. No, I mean, but uh, the point of what I'm getting at is we've all been there, eh, right? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, there's ways to solve this. I mean, you know, when I worked in situations like that, either I would quit and go find a new job where I liked my coworkers, or, you know, or I'd file a complaint about the one that I did not like, and hopefully they bounce ship. Or, you know, I mean, there's ways to dealing with this. Well, sure. Other old, than resorting to uh, physical violence. The old life is 10% of what happens and 90% how you react to it. Oh, yeah. This uh, person didn't react well. Right. You know, and, and uh, one coworker, he was a supervisor. I'm telling you right now, we saw each other uh, right now. He had better uh, be contrite 
and be damn nice to me, or I would take a Louisville Slugger, a Hillerich and Brad's Beef special. There you go. 30-inch, and I would wax him up Melvin Bobo upside the head. There's a guy from a high school. Mickey Wilson, and if I <laughs> wow. saw him today, this is what I'm saying. You, yeah, right, you I got, remember I'm, these names. Right, right. Fifty, and Jim. You have to have at least one or two. Fifty years ago. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's like two or three people. I remember their names. I hated them then, and if I ever ran into them today, I'd still hate them because they were just mean, nasty, crappy people. Your present company excluded, right? <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> I don't know if. I, no, I mean, there's some people I didn't like, and you know, I smile when I see them. But man, eh, I'm not sure I'd take the. I remember the. Uh, the I'm not. Blo- I'm not going to bloody up my Louisville Slugger for that. Okay, all right. Yeah. I remember the one who always stands out to me. The last bar gig, the last bartending gig I ever had was like back in I don't know, like 2006, 2007. It was a long time ago, and there was this one bar manager there, and I just I could not stand anything <laughs> about her. She did not like me. And so that's fair. So fine, you know, but she would always do these little like passive aggressive things. Like she'd walk by you really quickly and kind of mumble something like, Brian, don't forget. And I'd say, sorry, what did you say? And she'd say, I said, don't forget. And I'm like, yeah, well, maybe if you enunciated your words, you fat little cow, I'd be able to understand what you're saying. So why don't you try enunciation? And then there was this one time this 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 is where I said, you know what? I quit. She, um, uh, we were doing, it, 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 the chef came up, the chef wanted to do, uh, the, the, the chef had recently come back from a trip to Australia and wanted to do a night of like Australian themed, uh, he had a couple of dishes in mind that he had eaten there and a couple of cocktails in mind and things like that. Right. So they wanted to come up with like this Australian theme. Right. And, uh, and they said, okay, so like, what can we do for like an Australian theme? How about like Australian music? Right. And, of course, I raised my hand and I said, well, I don't think it would really be appropriate for, like, a dinner environment. But, like, you know, the biggest band from Australia is probably ACDC, right? I swear to God, she starts to make an argument out of this. She goes, they're not from Australia. I go, Raquel, they're from Australia. No, no, they're not from Australia. I go, okay, you know what? Like, why don't we just end this argument? They're from Australia. (laughs) Yeah? Don't argue with me, you little cow. And uh, I swear to you, like 25 minutes later, she still hasn't dropped it. She comes back to me. She goes, yeah, Brian, I looked it up. Uh, they're from Scotland. I go, no, Raquel, no, no. The guitarist and the singer are of Scottish heritage. They're from Australia. Are you ready to finally drop this now? And it was like two days later that I quit. I, I, I just, I couldn't, I, I'm just like, I'm sorry. Life's too short. Yeah, the problem's you. It's not me. And you know what? I'm out of here. I couldn't even care less anymore. Uh, 267-1023-651. Let's do sports.